Gang, gang, it's another sneaker show. Hi, welcome here. Thanks for coming through. We get together weekly and talk about sneakers that are coming out soon. That's what's up. This week, you will hear a new guest. So there's four of us total. We'll focus on Richard and two pairs. Let me tell you which pairs we've got here. The Nike Dunk Low Retro, and the color is Marina Blue. It's got the white swoosh. I got high hopes for these. And get this, I think it's a sneaker show podcast first. We're going to talk about an Air Jordan 8 today with the strap. That's what's up. Plus coverage of a sneaker show that, a sneaker story that is, that's in the news today. Maybe you heard about this. There's a big name pop star who was thrown into a pool wearing red Octobers. So I can take you through how that all happened. I didn't There's hear some about crazy this. names in this story. It's it's really something to hear about. I'm Tim. I'm in Saskatoon. Let's get a let's get an introduction going on here. Who else is on the podcast? What's up? Where are you at? Canadian Grails here in Regina. Happy to be here as always. I'm Ra the Collector, Calgary. We got Young Tabasco coming out of Hatlanta. Hatlanta. <laughs> Let's go, boys. And yeah, we got a, we got a pretty uh, special guest on the show today. Uh, you might know him as R.A. the Collector. Uh, I've known this guy for a fairly long time. We've done plenty of deals over the years. Uh, it's kind of been cool to see his page grow. I kind of remember talking to you, uh, Richard, years ago when you were kind of just, just kind of starting off your Instagram. I remember you didn't even have a, you didn't, I don't even think you had like 700 followers yet. You are still in the very no. early stages of collecting, and it's kind of cool to see how yeah. far you've, you've definitely came with your page. Would you mind telling us a little bit uh, about yourself, and um, what kind of got you yourself into you know, sneakers and streetwear? Uh, yeah, thank you, by the way. It's, uh, it has been kind of cool to like, watch it grow. I was definitely like, late to getting into the idea of like, the IG game for, I, don't know, I guess, like flexing for like sneakers and sharing your collection and stuff like that. Um, but I don't. What got me into it was uh, probably just movies, like TV. Like I grew up in a single parent household. I was like pretty much raised by a television, <laughs> and I was just like obsessed over like the shit people on TV had. So I wanted their sneakers. I wanted the stuff that they had. Uh, and then Supreme and stuff was Justin Pierce, like the guy who played Casper in the movie Kids. Mm -hmm. I, I literally wore this in honor of him. There's a very notorious picture of Justin Pierce wearing this crew neck out in front of the supreme store in 1995 uh that's pretty much what got me into supreme that would be my guess like i was super like i pretty much wanted to be that kid let's get real like when i was young young i wanted to be justin pierce i know this is a, a sneaker podcast but your supreme collection is uh pretty ridiculous what would you say you're a more <laughs> proud collector of is it supreme or is it sneakers um I mean, to be honest, I don't even know if I would have a, an, an answer for that just because I don't really, I'm not like proud to be a collector of either. I just like the shit, so I buy it. I actually kind of think it's fairly obnoxious and ridiculous that I collect <laughs> as much of it as I do, but it's just, you know, like I'm literally that guy that will tell myself I have a problem, be like, you're not doing this, you're not, like, you're, you're spending your future on sneakers and shit, and then something else something drops and i'm like i gotta have it dude i gotta have it <laughs> yeah. so yeah. like probably pro i don't know like neither i just i like what i like and that's i guess what i blow my money on i guess when you were uh when did you first like start specifically collecting sneakers do you have like a certain pair that kind of comes to memory like wow like like your first you know hype pair your first Sorry, grail pair uh, do you have like a certain pair that's like if, a... Do I have a grail pair? Yeah, like a grail pair. When you first started off, that just, you know, resonated with you and you had to have it. The first pair I ever had to have was Flu Games. I still to this day remember like Flu Games being a big thing when they happened. It was like, that's the first shoe I ever like remember making a big deal to my mom about getting. Like I was... Like, probably, like, being lying and manipulative and shit. Like, I need this shoe. <laughs> For the 12s? Yeah, dude. Like, such a random shoe. But, like, at that time, yeah. I was in, like, grade 8. And I played basketball, like, heavy. Like, I was on a rep basketball team called the 
Durham Lords? Durham Knights? Durham Lords. Yeah. And, like, it, I don't know. It was just, like, it was, like, not the actual flu games, I don't think. I think it was just, like, the taxi or whatever, like, the black and white 12s. But it was, like, I needed it. I needed it. It was, like, I don't even, I think I made some promise to, like, shovel the driveway for the whole winter and, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, those, like, things you do when you're, you're like, 12 or something and you have no like money. This birthday, next birthday, yeah, Christmas. you know it. You know it. Tell grandma <laughs> she doesn't have to get me anything. Like, yeah. like one of those. Like, I, like, I need this shoe. And, dude, I'll be dead honest. Like, now I think that shoe's ugly as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like now, so I was like, yo, like they're retroing the taxis. Like that, it's like the twenty-five year anniversary of it or some shit, right? And I saw that ad and was like, oh, dude, like I remember being crazy with this shoe. Now I wouldn't even buy it. <laughs> I, I don't want this like, to come off uh, come off the wrong way. I don't want to call you an old head, but you've oh been, no, I'm old. Yeah, I'm old, you've been doing this for a minute. You've been doing this for a minute. So yeah, I guess I will call you an old head. Uh, yeah, I'm old. What, I know who I am. What were the? What was the? And you're from, and you're from Toronto, right? Yeah. What were the drops like when you were younger? Do you have any memories from from lining up for something, or what was it like? I honestly, I don't ever remember lining up for a shoe till. I want to say almost two thousand eight, somewhere close to two thousand ten. Like, honestly, like, I was old enough that when we were the younger guys, like, when I was 14, 15 years old, and we're talking, like, mid, late, well, like, late 90s, you know, like, 97, 98 time, timeline in there, Jordan sat. It's, like, it's the timelines that you see those pictures where guys are, like, yo, here's a pair of, like, Chicago ones on the discount wall for eighty nine ninety nine. Like, it was just a thing, like... There was, at that time, Jordan was so, like, relevant in the game that if you didn't fuck with Jordan, like, you weren't a Bulls fan, you weren't a Michael fan, you didn't fuck with Jordans. It wasn't, like, a fashion thing now where people are like, yo, it's ones, you can wear them with anything, dress them up, dress them down. It was like, that's Jordan's shoe. I'm not wearing Jordan's shoes. Like, Ewing had a shoe. Sean Kemp had a shoe. Penny had a shoe. Like, you, you gravitated pretty much more towards your player than the shoe. It's interesting. So what would you say the biggest difference is now compared to those days? That now, that now they're a commodity. <laughs> Kids don't give a shit about the shoe at all. Half them, like, to be honest, I think everybody that, like, wears Jordans and is into shoes and stuff like that knows who Michael Jordan is. I think everyone that wears SBs and stuff, like, knows what skateboarding is. But it's quite clear that, like, dunks aren't for skaters anymore and... Jordans aren't for like kids who are into basketball anymore. It's it's sneaker culture. It's its own world. It it exists as its own entity and has no relation whatsoever to the intended purpose the shoe was designed for. Well, gonna switch it up a little bit here. Uh, he, he, for those that don't know, uh, Richard does a lot of really cool edits. Like I think you're what you you're in terms of creativity, you do some pretty interesting things with pictures. Whether it be you oh, know. Amplifying a shoe a hundred times over to the size, making a huge. Yeah. Would you mind explaining a little bit about your? It is a creative process. That what makes you come up with some of this stuff? I mean, mostly probably just because I'm an artist. So like by trait, I'm a tattooer. Uh, my whole life, I've been a graffiti writer. Just like been an artist my whole life. So it's like you kind of just want a way to stand out and do something. Um, kind of like what you touched on earlier. Like I'm a little older. I'm most likely not gonna do a lot of the. I don't know what the fuck you want to call them. Like the more youthful, like trend things that people are doing with sneakers, with some of their photos and stuff. I'm just not going to do them. So I had to find a way to do it on my own. And I saw a couple people on the internet. Like I didn't come up with that. I saw a couple other people that did it and just thought it was really cool the way they did these very interactive giant sneaker photos and was like, oh, I bet I could probably do that. I'm pretty good with Photoshop. You're the first so guy I've seen do that. Can you throw out your gram again for people who can see so they can see it? Like, it, the sneaker will be the size of a car, and then RA's in front of it, and he's got the actual pair of dunks on. It's insane. Yeah, so I generally always try and do it with the shoe I'm wearing, just so people don't think that I'm, like, photoshopping just a random photo of a shoe, that they at least know it's my shoe. Um, but the Instagram is r.a under slash the collector, so T-H-E-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-O-R. 
and it, yeah it's, it's just fun it's just something to be different i got a couple more of those that i've been working on over the last couple of days one that's pretty fun involving like a calgary police officer <laughs> that's that's gonna come out soon so we'll see how that one plays out but yeah they're just fun i don't know just something to do show off sneakers word yo, yo nathan you got any questions i know you had some written down earlier He's spinning. Here. I've lost Nathan. I got, I got the spinning dial on him. Yeah, so do I. Oh, I think he's like restarting it, maybe. Yeah, he timed out. Timed <laughs> out. We're all having some internet problems today, it looks like. Me included. What do you got behind you there, Richard? I see a lot of red and white. That top row of shoes there on that shelf. Are those all Chicago's? Uh, so it's uh, 2001 breads the spider-mans and then 2016 breads ah the spider-mans yeah 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 it's the with like the webbing on them that origin story yeah the origin stories yeah yeah is it safe to say uh air jordan one highs are your favorite silhouette as far as jordans without a doubt i only pretty much wear like three silhouettes maybe from jordan like ones threes and fours we got nathan like, back in here <laughs> i have no idea what happened <laughs> just saw you spinning around for a minute like you were in a laundry machine <laughs> i was in the cycle i don't know why as soon as you said that all i heard was the the dude from uh what is it other guys <laughs> He's like, Gator, man. Gator spins people around like they had a washing machine. <laughs> good to have you back on here, Nathan. Did, did yeah, you, good to you, be here. <laughs> did you have any questions for, for RA? I did, yeah. Um, maybe I was spinning so much because I, I found out that those weren't actually your shoes that were a size of a car. My first question was going to be, where do you keep all these Nissan Altima sized <laughs> shoes? Right? <laughs> so... Whatever, we're, we're back now. The The internet was down. My my world was shook, but I'm glad we could clear that up. Uh, I'm shocked. I'm in shambles like everybody else that was tuning into this probably is. I have garages. It, just, just I rent endless garages that I can, yeah. <laughs> just bays. It looks, like, it looks like it's like the city transport depot, but really it's just my shoe warehouse for car size shoes. Wow. Size half ton. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so being as you've been doing this for a minute, what's one thing you miss from your earlier years in this quote unquote culture? And what's one thing you currently really enjoy that wasn't there before? Um, the thing I, okay, the thing I would say that I miss the most, I don't know if it has something to do with so much the culture side of it, but just like age, classic, my age, um, first day of school. Cause like now you, you like showing a new pair, like you do an unboxing, you do whatever, you get a new pair once a week, twice a week, do whatever. But like back in the day, you pretty much got a new pair for like school. Unless right. you were like some rich, rich kid and you could buy a shitload of shoes. But when I was a kid, like I would get $200 a year for my back to school shopping. And I would spend anywhere from 139.99 to 169.99 of it on a pair of shoes. <laughs> Like every time Priorities. my mom would just ridicule me, <laughs> but it was all about that like first day of school. It was like the idea of like that. I don't know. There was just that moment where like you walk down the hallway or whatever, and it's just almost like the comparison that like, like what the, what did you bring to the table? Oh, you came with them shits. Like what are those? Like like you know like pretty much like did I spend my back to school money the best way or something? Like and you never did. There was always some kid who you know had a wealthy parent. His dad played hockey or did something in you know like toronto has some fairly well-off families and there would be some kid that had like the brand new jordans of like that moment right so, uh, yeah I yeah that's interesting that's instagram before instagram essentially right totally that was your social media right your social exactly. was the social circle of your school and what it was um what's better now that didn't exist then i guess having the financial capability to buy way more pairs fair enough <laughs> like when you're a kid you just 
the want is so insane like what you'd be willing to do to get your hands on those pairs if you only could and now it's like the <laughs> the insane justifications you'll make for why you should still buy those pairs yeah exactly it's almost it's almost the the opposite and in a sense you i know for me sometimes i'm like i wish i didn't know where to get half this shit and then half of my problems would disappear right? <laughs> oh dude i i honestly say it like a it's almost a double-edged sword from the thing. Like sometimes it's like, Oh, it'd be so cool to like have a little kid and just be that parent that like my kid would be so decked to the nines and just like the dopest little gear, you know? But then at the same time, like I would be the worst parent in that sense. Cause like the way my mom was like, I can't just let you spend the mortgage <laughs> on shoes. <laughs> like, no, you can't just take my visa to the mall and run it up buying. We're like, nah, if I had a kid, I'd be like, okay like here you know what i mean like oh oh the new the new what dropped like yeah i got you like yo my size and yours like i would just, it would be so <laughs> i'd be such a enabler well i hope we spending, don't have any kids listening to this podcast because they're gonna if we have any kids they're gonna run up to their mom and be like well yo richard richard said like you know take take your card and go run it up so mom like what, what are you waiting for here so <laughs> yeah, yeah mom either or if you we got the moms yeah. of any if there's the moms of any little kids listening that would also do that then <laughs> i'm still single <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect fit this is leverage for the this is leverage for the kids they're gonna be like well either mom you buy them or i'm gonna go live with ra the collector <laughs> or it's just it's just the best leverage the best leverage ever is the fact that a single mom the hardest part is getting a kid to like the new dude if the new dude's just the guy that's gonna buy him all the sneakers like no, you know what mom i actually really like this new guy for once I, I think i think this one might be a keeper Fair get enough. on his good side do it with the jordans yeah you got it all figured out so anyone that follows you on instagram knows you're always getting new stuff in the mail one way or another sneaker wise though what's currently in your rotation Oh, Jesus. To be honest, my rotation is pretty much like the shelves behind me. Like, it's... Perfect. I just I just wear whatever the hell I feel like wearing that day. Um, my, like, beaters as of late, like, consistently, because it's getting shittier out, I've been wearing a lot of my Revenge Storms. Um, they're just shoes that you don't care about, right? Like... <laughs> Cool Vans. Not that I like hate on Ian Connor or anything like that, you know what I mean? I mean, and clearly I have tons of Vans, but um, uh, let's, I just got the, uh, the Ama Manier, or however, I can never say her name right. Ama yeah. Manier, or Ama Manier. Yeah, 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 it's like I never pronounce it right, but I finally just got those in. Um, I just got the, uh, the, the Padas, the orange ones. Cool. Oh, we're a pot of Air Maxes. Oh, so. the Air Max ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You get the bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, Super the fancy cool. little special. I think everyone got it. To be honest, at the beginning, I thought that was like a special box with like kind of came with the little thing. I think that comes with every pair. Hmm. That's what we were saying last week. Somebody was saying there's a different box, but there might very well be. But like in all the pictures I've seen, like the homies at um, Authentics Boutique in Edmonton got like a whole whack of them every one of them was that black box and came with the bracelet yeah. the guys that from edmonton bought a whole bunch they had them uh one of the stores in toronto kenshi had them same they all had the black box with the bracelet so maybe it's like a first run and more will be released yeah. later in a different box but from what i've seen i think most people are getting that box and the bracelet they look yeah, so much better with that wave it. on the bottom mm -hmm. yeah no, I think it's cool. I I like what he did. It's like yeah. that. Do you like? I like the idea when guys do customs that are more or less like you don't really have to make a whole new silhouette if it's gonna, if the whole idea is to customize an already existing silhouette. It's like just such a subtle touch. Mm -hmm. Like, but enough that you're like, that's different. He didn't try and like reinvent an Air Max. He didn't try and go like do the. I know like some. I don't know. You guys might like it. I don't know. Most people know that I hate on the ship. But like that. Travis Scott Air Max. It's so Everybody ugly. Everybody around here has been hating on him, except for me. Sorry. It's so ugly. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of like Travis Scott. The covered shoes, up though, air bubble. It just it. 
it looks like he tried to take each part of the silhouette that would make it definitively an Air Max that was very recognizable and like tweak it enough that it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I've made this different. It's like, then just design a shoe already. <laughs> like, dude, like clearly you have the support, you have the industry, you have the backing, you have the connections through industry, through like the, the tooling, like everything. Design a silhouette. Why not actually make a Travis Scott shoe if you're so interested in doing it rather than like disguising an Air Max One or like putting mm-hmm. a huge tongue zipper box on top of an Air Force One or like just just make yeah. a shoe. You know, that's actually a really good point that I don't think we've ever actually touched up on um, is some of these guys. Why don't, yeah, exactly. Like, why don't they make their own uh, silhouette? Or a truly unique take on a shoe that has never been... Like, uh, I, I got to look at Sean Weatherspoon for a minute here. Obviously, he didn't make his own silhouette. But I feel like his touch for for all the shoes that he has done has been, you know, extremely unique in his own way. Nothing that's ever been done quite like that before. Um, where we're seeing with, like, Travis and a lot of other lot of rappers, it's just kind of this little tweaks and just colorway changes. But nothing truly out of the box yet. So maybe that's something well, I- we'll see at time. And it's one of those things where I don't necessarily think that they don't, that they lack the creativity to do so, to be honest. And it's like, with some of the Travis shoes that I liked, I've loved them. Like, I feel like Travis is one of those people that's like, when he steps up to the plate, he's either hitting a home run or he's striking out. He doesn't really mm-hmm. go up, up up the middle, really, you know? But yeah, like, even though I really don't like Adidas and I don't really like Yeezys at all or wear Kanye's stuff, I'll always pay a lot of credit to Kanye in this sense for the fact that it was like he didn't want to sit there and just remake something that Nike wanted to give him or he didn't want to just make something that Adidas was willing to just let him brand the shit out of and push through his very, very large audience. It was, no, I want to make something. I want it to be mine. I don't want it to be anybody else's. I want it to have my name on it. I want it to have my shape. You got to respect that. And it's like with the amount of support that Travis Scott's seen in the shoe business, mm-hmm. I think he could make any ugly, like he could make a silhouette out of anything probably. Like who knows what this dude could create and it would be supported. Did you see those new Yeezy winter boot things? <laughs> well, we did. Like, last week. We dude, did. <laughs> come on. Like once they're riding with you, they're riding with you. Because Yeezy, I, I, I think Yeezy for the last three years has just been trolling the shit out of us with these like little cage like fruit basket <laughs> croc things. <laughs> shit. Like I'm telling you, he's trolling people. He's literally doing this so that at some point he can release a like story of my life movie and have like some caption where it goes, you want to know what the power of influence is? I started selling you guys the ugliest shit in the world starting in 2017 <laughs> just to see if you'd buy it, and I still outsold everybody else. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, it's a true. And Travis Scott's the same way. Like, he's so influential at this point. Create something. I would love to see what he could create. Maybe it would be a new Jordan 1. Like, maybe it would be a new revolutionary silhouette that 20 years from now, every kid is like, that's the standard. It's in my rotation. I have I- multiple pairs of that. Yo, R.A. with the hot takes and well-spoken. Can't you guys both picture getting like tattooed sitting there just listening to him going on? About, hey, let me tell you about Yay. Let me tell you about Trav. <laughs> you know, well, you circling know, back to Travis. Circling back to Travis here for a second and, and the influence. Holy shit. Oh, go ahead. What happened? No, no, it's your thing. You'll go. You'll, yeah, you can go. Did it freeze? No, you're good, bro. I don't think so. We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, no, I thought it cut out again. I switched Wi-Fi, so it should be good now. <laughs> no, you're in the trenches. You're in the <laughs> trenches right now, though. Dude, I am. Um, no, I was gonna say that influence and everything like that. I don't think they're really looking for him to redesign anything, or and I don't really think they're looking for a designer in Travis. And I think they're just looking for him to push their own agenda, right? Like, realistically, what the hell does Travis Scott have to do with an Air Max? Like, there's no, there's no, no fo- 
right? There's no photo of him that exists up into this. And like, you know, and some of those more questionable ones, like the Jordan 33 and stuff like that, like he doesn't give a shit. Come on. No, no. (laughs) He's not wearing any of this. Come on. And I mean that more so from the point of what he should be doing, right? Because Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. I think with yeah. with brands like Nike or Jordan brand or, or Jumpman, whatever you want to call it, any of it, their thing is just purely a marketing standpoint. It's strategical marketing from the book. His audience is even larger than ours is, and he is the it guy right now, right? It's an endorsement deal Absolutely. from their end of it. Mm-hmm. It's a 100% yeah. endorsement deal that overlaps and collaborates through branding. But like him as a person who apparently is either just saying, well, I'm happy to just get the bag for saying like, eh, I like browns, make that one brown. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He can do that by, by all means. Like I'm not against him doing that. Get the bag, dude. If Nike came to me and said, hey, we'll give you $1,000 a pair to tell us what color to make these. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> but well, no, that's like, what... I, I would just – I'd love to see him go the Kanye way where he'd say, because I imagine they were doing the exact same thing with Kanye as well, right? When Kanye was the most influential name in the game and was changing the world and they were like, hey, come over to Nike. They probably offered him the exact same thing. They probably said, hey, what colorway? We'll make this the Kanye colorway. We'll put Yeezy on the side of the fucking Air Max swoosh or some shit. Like, you know, some little brand collab. And he said, no. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to design a shoe. I think Adidas offers more create. Nike, I don't think offers the same level of, of creativity for its designers compared to you know we've seen this yeah. time and time again. Nike seems a lot more conservative in giving you your choices as you kind of just touched up on. Whereas Adidas is like, here, take the keys to the car. Adidas is you yeah. know is the cool is the cool aunt that lets you whip around in her in her vehicle. <laughs> And then Nike's your mom, and she's in the she's in the passenger seat with you when you're whipping <laughs> no, around. No, you know who Nike is? Nike is that aunt's husband that actually owns the whip she's letting you fly around in. And you just get the park it back in the driveway, and he and he lets you play your simulated video game. Here, this one's already set up. You can drive a Porsche in this one. <laughs> and you know you get to play with the already established bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I, I 100% agree. I think. I think Adidas probably just realized that that's their way to catch Nike. That's their way to even the playing field for them. Nike is so synonymous with the idea of like embedded in sneaker culture, in sneaker culture, where like Adidas before Kanye kind of wasn't right. Like, mm-hmm. like th- their route one hundred percent is going to be Shelto Adidas, Run DMC, nothing after that. Like, are we still riding for 25 Cross years fit. on Shelto Adidas? Like, <laughs> CrossFit. Like, <laughs> no, he's yes. right, though. You know what I mean? Like, Adidas was like that thing where, like, when I was younger, if a basketball player came out with, like, oh, yo, so and so's got a brand new Adidas. You... No one was like, yo, I got to get my hands on that. Like, even Reebok and shit had, like, way bigger times during those periods because they had guys like Allen Iverson and Sean Kemp and like people that were like who was on Adidas no you hit it It just didn't push sneakers that way so like you're saying that's their way to catch up that's their way to have an advantage uh it was so cool to see what Sean Wertherspoon shares when he goes to Germany and he gets to go to the factories and look at all of the retro shit and work with all the materials and designers they they just exactly gave them the keys to the place and said have fun make what they've, you want they've seemed to really open the keys for sean for like what he's done like i thought everything sean's done is kind of like a cool collab like it was amazing the way him and his team built out round two i mean he gets a lot of credit for that when there was you know there was a big group of guys that really helped build that thing out same as with the air max 90s like i think the, I think the design credit has like 20 some odd names on it hmm. for who actually like, but he gets to be the shoot. star. Well, well he, it was his name, right? They agreed it would be like labeled through him, but like even his podcast showed like those guys all collaborating and coming in and different people pitching in ideas from guys like skate, the great, all those dudes had little contributions to it, but they've really seemed to, they, they, they love him at Adidas. It seems like they're just, he's kind of their go-to guy. Like it almost seems like he would be the artistic, the, the men's artistic director of Adidas. If they had such, I'm not even sure if, 
Adidas has that position. Right. Like the Teddy Santis at uh, New Balance and Yeah, you know what I mean? Bembury like the, like a ver, like a, Balance, ver, a right? Virgil at Louis, like the the idea of like being the guy yeah. who is literally almost in charge of pushing what will be the direction of each line as it comes out because it almost seems like you can see in Adidas just everyday um lines that they're adapting stuff through Sean's influence. Yeah. Just like you see the off-white influence in Nike. Uh, so just like Kanye um, started at Nike, Sean with that big debut, and then over to the Germans. Can I uh, share this crazy story, guys, about because it has to do with uh, Trav and Kanye and all of this shit, too. Yes, please. Yeah, I haven't heard this. We'll run through it. We'll do this uh, sneaker story, and uh, we'll cover the, this week's pairs. Okay. So, R.A., I really like how you're like, look, I'm me. I know who I am, all right? I'm still trying to figure out who I am, and I'm trying to stay true to it. I don't want to be influenced by other people. I just want to like what I like. Yeah. Wear what you like. Be who you are. Okay, these guys come in here. They tell me all about Drake's new album. They tell me, oh, did you hear that Rick Ross feature? That's his. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm 38-year-old father, too, all right? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? So, okay. Yes. Yes, nine nine twos on. <laughs> I pull my socks up real high. Hey, I got the high. I got okay. my socks up high. That's how we do it. SoCal oh, style. Man. SoCal style, baby. So I'm here to talk about Ed Sheeran. That's right, pop star Ed Sheeran. Yep. Ed Sheeran was on uh, sneaker shopping today with Joe Lapuma. Lapuma. Yeah, Joe. So. Uh, Ed, I really like his attitude. He says, wear your sneakers. Unless you're collecting and selling, and he calls that different. He says that's being a smart businessman. But if you're a sneakerhead, you wear them. And some of us, I think, are both. Old heads know you don't get to be an old head without moving a few pairs. You got to get a leg up in this game. So that's part of what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I'm really on the fence about these... Uh, the fragment lows, the Travis fragment lows. God damn, I'm close to pulling on that. We, that'd be the most expensive pair I've ever bought. And uh, I, I don't know how I would not wear them. Would I just leave them there to try to make money? Uh, this seems like a stupid idea. There's better ways to make money. I'm for sure going to end up wearing them and spilling yeah. an orange crush on them. <laughs> I like that you went to the orange crush. Nice name drop. <laughs> so Ed Sheeran, is he a cool guy? I don't think so. I don't think that Ed has really got a cool vibe about him. He's kind of got a Nickelback vibe about him. People uh, hate on him and proudly, you know, like, like, I can't believe you would like Ed Sheeran. So that's kind of part of what I like about him. We're similar. That's kind of a I, bum I'm not rap. here. <laughs> <laughs> so popular that people hate you. That, that's what yeah, it's lonely at the top. What are you going to do? So uh, I do like Ed Sheeran. I work at a radio station. That's that's part of that's my life. That's my job. Uh, I didn't know much about his sneaker connection. So there he is on sneaker shopping. And what's he wearing? He's wearing Chucks. I'm like, what? This is a he made fifty million dollars last year. Pop star. Okay, show up with some heat. Timeless so, classic uh, shoe, though. Oh my God, the story Timeless behind these Chucks. Shoe. The Chucks are a pair that Eric Clapton gave to him. And Clapton got them from Hiroshi Fujiwara. So they are fragment wow. chucks, and they're like one of four pairs. <laughs> uh, Clapton is the reason that Ed Sheeran plays guitar at all. They became friends, and friends give each other cool things. So Clapton said, hey, what size are you when they met? He's like 10.5. And he gave him a pair of shoes, which I thought was very weird for an old guy meeting Ed Sheeran to do. Most people don't know, though, is, Ed, is that Eric Clapton's a huge sneaker and streetwear head. Really? Close personal friend of James Jebbia, been around since the early days of Supreme, was on the personal friends and family list for like, he has the Supreme bike, one of the one of like six that are white from like 97. Oh, wow. Like Eric Clapton's that. actually, yeah, he's huge in that world. What does he do with that? There's nowhere <laughs> in his house where he's displaying a Supreme bike. Collects it through um, uh, Ross, that guy that's like, he's like a pretty famous Instagrammer. Uh, through him, I was trying to sell the bike that was friends and family to Eric Clapton. He had 
he was selling Eric Clapton's friends and family only Supreme bike. And I got sent all these pictures of it. And I was like, yo, this is a super dope bike. How'd you even get your hands on it? And he's like, uh, kind of a crazy story, but it's Eric Clapton's. And I was like, what? The? <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm like, how are you just going to drop Eric Clapton into a conversation? Kind, kind of crazy story, you know? I mean, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> all of a sudden it's Eric. But anyway, sorry. Just sidebarred you there. No, I love it. You're bringing a lot to but the yeah, table. But that, yeah, that's why he would have a crazy pair like that to give to Sheeran. He's, he probably has crazy pairs of all kinds of stuff. When you're actually Fragment Design's buddy, I guess you get access to, to some real exclusive shit like that. So the, the clickbait headline on this Ed Sheeran sneaker shopping video is the, is the Red Octobers in the Pool. Uh, Ed has several of the original Yeezys. He he was talking about wearing the Blink pair on uh, one of his tours because uh, his shows would start with the light, with the sunlight, and then by the time it, the sun set, then his shoes would glow. So he had two pairs of the Blink black ones, and he wore them into the ground. Anyways, it's his birthday party. He's got Red Octobers on. He's turning 23 or whatever, and his friends who don't appreciate sneakers or understand anything about sneakers throw them in the pool. And he's getting a little upset, even pop star with, you know, 20,000 pairs. And money aside, there just aren't many pairs of these, okay? Was, what uh, what yeah, are you like, doing? It's, yeah, I mean, the fact that he would buy a pair of Red Octobers means he cares enough about the shoe that it's like, even though he has an endless revenue stream, he still is willing to spend that much. Like, there's a lot of people that have endless money, but if you don't give a shit about something, you're still not going to justify mm. that price tag for it. So the fact that he cared enough to buy them the first time means he cares enough to be pissed off if someone ruined a pair, regardless yeah. of how easy it is to buy another. Like, it's, 100%. like you know what I mean? Like, you know, I could buy another gram of weed, but if my joint falls and goes through the sewer grade, I'm pissed, dude. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. just threw away Still perfectly sucks. good stuff. Like, <laughs> so the shoes are fine, I guess. They dried. Everything's okay. Um, they were okay? Trap. Yeah, he, that's what he said. He just, he sort of, the story ended there. Joe was like, how about the shoes? He's like, they're fine. Uh, you would think the chlorine yeah, exactly. would have caused some that's sort of problem. That's but. exactly what I was thinking. The chlorine would have just, yeah. fuck, wow. Five, for him. five second rule, I guess. Right. Maybe he's just being cool for his mate who was an ass and threw him in the pool at his birthday party. I will <laughs> say this. Make it seem like it ruined him. I will say this. It would be funny as hell to get your hands on the video of watching Ed Sheeran try and scramble mm. out of the pool as quick as he could, <laughs> just trying to get those red Octobers out of the water. Just madman. He does always fun. seem quite cool and put together. It would be nice to see him scramble and get all flustered. And be, this $20,000, mate. I think Pound he secretly shoes. seems cocky. I think yeah. secretly he seems a little cocky. Like, are, are we just going to hate on Ed Sheeran now? Are we just going to go off on Ed? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I actually like Ed Sheeran. I think he's like a ridiculously talented guy. But I think you get that little bit of a vibe where like he knows that. Where he's like, listen, I haven't yeah, had as many hits as I've confident. had because I suck. Oh, he's like, Ed Sheeran. I'm a quite skilled songwriter. And uh, come on, let's go. He's allowed to like, be a little I feel cocky. like he's kind of like that. I'd be I think so too. Why not? Yeah, ridiculously talented guy. So <laughs> rightfully so. Here, there's just two more quick things here. Uh, so Travis Scott gave him the OG Brown One highs, uh, and Ed's such a friend, uh, he gave them to a buddy, and he was just like, here, these can be yours. But then he had to perform with Travis Scott some night, and he went back to the buddy and said, hey, man, I need those for one more night. And he went and wore them <laughs> on stage and then gave them back to his friend. <laughs> uh, the pair that got Ed Sheeran into sneakers was the Jordan 5 Oreos, and that's what he bought on the show. He did not Bro. buy Heat. He bought uh, the Oreo 5s, which are like a general release, like nothing going on there. First Jordan I ever bought. Uh, the... Oh, yeah? I, I just thought it was super cool that it had the holes in the tongue so I could pull on it. Right. I, I don't even know why. That was like, that's how... I was literally in like grade three or four, I think. I was like eight or nine years old. My mom bought them for me. They were like, I could still fit in kid size, so they were like 69 bucks or something. But I thought it was so cool. I was like, oh, you can pull the tongues up. Like, fuck it. Yeah, you can pull them on like they're Bluntstone boots. <laughs> I had no idea. Just as a kid, I thought that was super neat. That was the first one. Functionality. I had. I had that was the first one I, I that year for my back to school clothes. I. 
I totally I remember I had that pair and then I had a it was like an all over it was like all black but then it had different colors like red yellow blue green uh with like it said Nike with the swoosh but then just just offset said just do it and it was just like all over and I was so tacky that I had the matching like pants so I like first day of school oh, yeah. was the full track suit with my fives like that's my like picture of like first day of school and I'm in front of my mom's house like yeah yeah Oreo fives that's cool though that's dope that he's been around for like that long that like Ed Sheeran is like into it on that degree I would have never known that he's like a a sneaker guy yeah well if you ever see any pictures of him from any of it because they were showing shots from his tours he's always been wearing heat and I never noticed um if you do watch yeah. it, you should stick around for the story where he talks about getting the Macklemore sixes from Macklemore. There's like 20 pairs of these, the green sixes, and uh, he ruined them with his own blood. It's a bit of a confusing story, but he bled all over them. And Every one of this dude's hospital. stories about shoes lead to him destroying the pair. Like, he he might be an avid sneaker collector, but apparently he's the clumsiest sneaker collector ever, too. <laughs> that should be like, headline. what the hell? Do not let this guy get your shoes. Yeah, like, everyone's just giving this guy sneakers. Meanwhile, he's, like, going in pools. He's getting blood on them. He's like, performing in them. Giving like, them away. Giving them away, but then doesn't want to, like, look bad to the guys. I need those back for one night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this guy to think I'm giving away presents. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, like the guy, like you get mad. If you perform with Travis Scott, like you, I gifted those to my friend. They were an amazing pair. I totally made his day. Travis probably would have been like, oh, that was really cool of you. Here's yet another pair of them for yeah. you. Yeah. Here's the friends and family. I got them. Yeah. I got them yeah. all over the place. Like when they act like those, the actual, the, the, I don't want to say designer, but you know what I mean? Like the guy whose name is on the shoe. When they act like that, they're like, you know, he only gets so many pairs too. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, Travis Scott can't pull up right now and get those, like, his old sixes or the first one lows printed. And just be like, yeah, I need a, a run of five pairs of lows and highs. Like, cool, we'll have them on Friday or whatever. So, like, on that note, just real quick, because I don't want to go deep on this, but the Kardashians get all of the shoes from both sides, coming from Trav and coming from Ye. Like, it's just this pure funnel of all the heat coming into this. The, the last family that needs free footwear, and well, they get it all. Kylie was wearing the Freddy Krueger dunks the other day. Welcome, just wearing them. Welcome to the name of the game, dude. It's the the richest people in the world that get all the shit, right? Like, Jadakiss has that line. He's like, you have enough money and you can't buy it. You try and figure that shit out, though. As soon as you have enough money, you get it for free. Shit, that's how clout go. It's like the <laughs> idea that, like, it's... And, and it is. You got, like, these millionaires and they throw these, like, oh, it's a fucking listening party for Travis Scott. And you're like, sweet. But then when you get there, you got like three pairs of Travis Scott's pants, something else, the new unreleased Travis Scott shoe, the like something else. It's like, who was on the guest list to receive all this stuff? And you go through the guests, it's like millionaire, millionaire. It's it, The whole guest list is just 150 people that all could have bought all of that stuff 50 times over. And then the diehard fans that like chase his car through city after city, like running into traffic, have to like... <laughs> pay off their friends to try and enter lotteries for a chance to win the shoes like the 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 entire system of influence and who gets given stuff is so ridiculous like the fact that if you're one of those kids the kids like imagine being like kanye and uh oh, yeah. kim's kid like, or uh what's the one travis is dormy's with? got more style than i could ever have yeah like what's the one travis is with which one of the sisters dormy yeah no, like that's oh, he's his, with kylie yeah yeah like their kid like dude like do either one of them have a boy or do they only have girls you know it i'm not too sure i don't, I don't, I, actually I don't know what know. the third one is know. that yay had i think they they adopted another one there because like the, dude, the, the first two. the first boy of like the child generation coming under the like travis whoever and kim and kanye umbrella thing of like come on dude yeah that kid could have any shoe in the world they want. They could have like a toddler collection that looks like, I don't even know. Like there's not even a comparison. The kid's got to go like, New Balance, right? <laughs> it's just, I hate New Balance. That's all that's left. It, it, it's Willy Wonka. It's Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You need that golden ticket. Yeah. That's all it is. You need that golden ticket. 
They got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going really long this week, and we haven't even talked about the pairs <laughs> yet, but uh, we what's, can definitely get into that. What's the pairs? The dunk and then the eights? We got some heat. Yeah, we'll start on the dunks. Let's go Tabasco. Yeah, we've definitely been rolling. I'm still trying to circle back to get the other half of my Travis theory out, but we'll just keep rolling with these dunks here because these are heat. I really want to talk about these. I'm super excited for these to come up. This is the Dunk Low Marina Blue, or as real sneakerheads know these, the Reverse Argons. I myself love all these shades of blue and white, so these are a must-cop. A little history on what is the Argon Dunk. In the early 2000s, dunks were going crazy over in Japan. So much so that Nike started making Japan exclusives called the COJP Collection. Some notable shoes from that collection include the ceramics, the veneers, and a what-the-style pair color-blocked with the OG Be True to Your School color palette. Uh, And many others, as well as the Sambas that got their own retro last year. And much like the Sambas, I absolutely have to have these. Being a geographical exclusive release from 2002, it just wasn't going to line up that I'd find a pair in good shape for a good price or even in my size. So this is a fantastic alternative, and I'm really excited for these to come out. Yeah, No release date yet, just fall, winter, like everything else seems to be that Nike's saying. Oof, these are clean. These are a Tabasco shoe. I could definitely see you repping these, man. These are really clean. I love the different shades of blue. It gives me uh, kind of like an alternative obsidian uh, obsidian high to me. Obviously, it's still pretty different, but just the kind of shades of blue that were used are very similar to that of the obsidian, and I, I really, really like that. This is a clean pair. I'm all about it. Uh, I could definitely see myself wearing these. I can see them fetching a pretty penny, too. It's not going to be a cheap pair of dunks, that's for sure. But I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like the shoe. I mean, with dunks, I'm definitely a person that, like, to a degree prefers suede. Like, I just like the way suede looks as opposed to, like, a completely leather shoe. And they kind of look like they're all leather, right? It's, like, leather all the way around. Yeah. But, I mean, like, uh, like Nate, like, it's like just clean colors, right? Any kind of, like, nice variation of something where you kind of almost just stay in a gradient of a color is like so wearable like you can instantly just start playing with accents of like okay you're gonna wear like the darker blue in your shirt the lighter blue a white shirt a darker jean short like it's just it's such a versatile way to wear it i think it's a clean pair okay i agree it'll probably be expensive won't be cheap that colorway is definitely not a cheap colorway that's not it's something that people are gonna get hyped about is it all leather Looks like it, yeah. Yeah, these retros are all the same. And who knows what kind of cheap quality. Sometimes it's a little bit. Uh, it's not that smooth you want. It's funny that the reverse never pops for me. The original of this with the dark blue base, I think, is so much better than the light blue bit base that the new one is. The Argon, you mean? That would, yeah, the Argons, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the dark blue base? Yeah. That baby blue on top of the dark blue looks better than the the reverse. But these are still clean. So they're going to be expensive? They're so wearable. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I do get that uh, obsidian vibe. You could wear some navies with that. That'd be great. Uh, It's like aquamarine poolside vibe, you know? (laughs) You could wear wear these in the pool. You could wear these in the pool perfectly fine. I don't see no problem (laughs) with being thrown in the pool in these. Somebody give these to Ed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, someone will give him that. Ed will wear. Ed would wear these. <laughs> Ed would wear these for sure. He might get blood on them though. Yeah. Those are not pool shoes, bro. He'd They're not making it up. He put. He yeah. something on them. <laughs> well, thank you, Tabasco, for bringing these. What's the rest of your Travis theory? What? I, sorry if we cut you off there. All of us are trying to get our our ideas in, and we can forget where we're losing our place at. That's what I'm saying. Like we've just been rolling. Um, I almost think like. And as they do with everybody else, that they're going to milk them for all it's worth. I mean, obviously, the shoes that he's getting to do are starting to get a little bit more and more ridiculous. Like, again, the Air Max, the upcoming ones, the Air Trainer and stuff like that. Like, we're giving Travis Bo Jackson's shoe now. Like, what's he doing next? The Deion, the Deion Sanders turf shoe? Like, come on. So I think by the Yo, time... It's a fire shoe. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 
The Dion Sanders like, turf shoe was yo. Dion was my man. <clears throat> go ahead, go. Wait. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, wait for that that D that prime time Cactus Jack collab, of course, right? <laughs> um, no, so I think they're gonna run him through the catalog, and then the next logical step is to give him his shoe. But realistically, if they give him his shoe now, they're losing out on millions and millions of dollars every year that they could have just milked. Because once we get the Travis shoe, nobody gives a shit about these, right? Like once we get this new revolutionary thing, we don't need the Travis Air Max. See, we don't need see, the Travis, right? See, or or is it big risk for big reward, and you let him do his own thing, and he makes the biggest piece of shit <laughs> yeah. ever? Yeah. And all of a sudden now, now everyone's like, "Yo, I'm not fucking with Travis Scott, but he picked some good colorways on them Nikes." <laughs> yeah, it's, and, it's like and, home... and now listen, it's... his old catalog's expensive again, right? Who knows? Yeah, it's, I feel yeah, it's you could work that, either that way. That makes sense. That could work sense either way. They could, they could have 20 more silhouettes for him to run through for years. Right? Yeah, like what you're saying there, though, too, right? It, it'll be like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer got to make a shoe and it was just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. You made the car? <laughs> that, too, yeah. And then there was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, sorry. Yeah, I mixed that up. And then Flanders had that pair of shoes and they had the, like, flag on them and the... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, gonna, thing. it's gonna be like a family yeah. heirloom. It's gonna get passed down to Stormy, and then she's gonna get to you know design her own shoe, and then her kids are gonna get to design their own shoe. It's gonna keep on getting passed down. It's gonna get worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like we're kind of getting that way now, right? Like, we're we're doing these things now where now people are coveting the ideas of like, even even he noticed that like uh, I think he said it was Kylie the other day that was wearing the Freddies for like mm-hmm. some homie yeah. yeah. It's like it's like okay. I'm not trying to be like the negative Nancy guy of the conversation here, but like, <clears throat> like, why are we giving credit to that? Yeah. Like, do you th- think this bitch has any idea what that shoe is? A- a- any idea about the troubles they went through for like the patenting and like using the wrong sweater pattern, having to alternate the colors. So now there's two different models. Like there's, there's so much history behind the reason why that shoe is so sought after. And for her, it was something that some guy or some person, like I'm not trying to make it a, a gender thing. Like it could be a dude doing it too, but they're just a person who was told it would be really cool if you wore this in a picture and she put it on. And now people are acting like she's like this sneakerhead, like, yo, She's got the Freddies. Like, yo, shut up, dude. Like, she's had the Freddies since they came. Like, she's just been, like, keeping those away and was just waiting for the right Halloween to bust them shits out. Like, no, dude. (laughs) She probably doesn't even own that shoe. Like, real talk. You could say the same for, like, Travis. You could say the same for, like, Travis and stuff. Um, Like, do you really think these guys have teams with them? Or how much do you think it's actually their say, like, they have this huge idea of fashion that they're like, I really want to, or they have people around them that are kind of encouraging ideas. Uh, it's not just oh, them for sure. For sure. Uh, so that, that is a good point. Kylie. And, and if you have all this money, can you blame her? I would do it too. If oh, I wasn't no. a big sneaker, no, 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 I would no, get I, cars. I, I, I would do the same thing. <laughs> I don't at all. I, I just, I just think it's the idea good. that she's an influencer, right? So my whole thing is the idea that like, if tomorrow someone tells her to wear, valentino stilettos for something that's going to be a dope shoe to her if the very next day someone tells her to wear a dude like a flip-flop shit sandal from payless <laughs> but payless is the person wearing the bag that's a dope shoe to her like you know what i mean i'm just saying like she doesn't even have a style she doesn't even have a, a personality for the shoe but then, like, the amount of people I saw in their stories resharing, like, oh, yeah, this... And, again, I apologize. I don't know the Kardashians enough to know which one is, like, which one other than Kim. But I just knew it was one of the Kardashians, like, wearing the Freddies. And it just made me bitter. <laughs> it, just made, it just made me that guy, that, like, Psh, I ain't never got to wear a Freddie. Well, this girl doesn't even like sneakers, and she's wearing Freddies. Like, come on. You know, I don't know much about cars, but if I had money... You better believe I'm picking whatever color. Uh, oh. I don't know about the engine. Dude. I'm hopping in that thing. <laughs> I, I'm not hating that she does it. I'm hating that the community respected that she did it. No, I get that. I get that. <laughs> if I was her, oh my God, if I was her, I'd be doing the exact same thing. And then the next day I would be buying Valentino whatevers and red bottoms and whatever the hell I wanted. Just, I mean, 
if I ever got super, super rich, I'd be super, super broke so fast. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to see these people in these shoes, though, right? Like, I mean, obviously, we know the history of the Freddy, and we know how many pairs aren't floating around and stuff. So, I mean... I, I would think you could just have some random guy, and if he popped up in a fit pick with the Freddies, that thing's probably going to cycle online too, right? Like, just because it's cool, it's cool to see somebody wearing them. I totally get it, and yeah, sure. no, I absolutely understand where you're coming from with the bag thing, but like, yeah, it's just wild. I don't know, and I just, I love it when people wear their shoes, so I didn't quite hate this. I mean, I don't, I don't hate her for wearing them. I question. No, like, of course not. Kind, yeah, kind of even that, even in that sentence, you're like, I love when people wear their shoes, their shoes. Are those her shoes? Hmm. Or did she like finish the picture and then go like, okay, here, <laughs> you can have these back now. I'm that's done with my Halloween pose. That's what we'll a lot of people do though. They you know, were like Halloween-y shoes. It's actually crazy how many influencers truly do that. The renting, the whole idea of renting oh, uh, pieces dude. is really, oh yeah, really Eric crazy. Whiteback. Yeah, oh, Supreme Eric Heads. Whiteback became like, yeah, he became the biggest supreme influencer in the game by wearing all of BK the God stuff. Yeah. Like 90% of what he wore was not his. Like that's that's the name okay. of the game. It's about what the pitcher says, right? There's a there's a shoe here and you couldn't pay me enough uh for me to put these on my feet. <laughs> I I'm, uh, I'm going to switch it up here and talk about the Air Jordan 8. <laughs> Uh, Ru Hashimura's uh, he, uh, Ru, he's a Japanese professional basketball player for the Washington Wizards. Yep. He's been playing in the NBA since 2019, and he recently got his own shoe. It's a Jordan 8. Interesting silhouette choice, nonetheless. But hey, it, it's cool, and, and uh, it's it's cool that he got to have his own say in probably making this shoe to his liking. So, yep. Jor- Jordan 8. It's a shoe that is really brought up in conversation. I don't know. Yeah, like like Tim said at the beginning of the show. We've never talked about a Jordan 8, and I didn't think that we ever would, but this is a this is an interesting shoe. The box, everything about it is just interesting. It's very unique, something that we haven't really seen, and it's also bringing up some trendy styles and combining them uh, in this, in this uh, silhouette, in this pair. So it's a mix of perforated and non-perforated suede in a tan colorway, combined with smooth synthetic leather throughout the upper with overlays across the profiles along the tongue. And it's boasting kind of like an aged, like an aged worn-in pattern. It's kind of like cracky, uh, as we've seen with lots and lots of pairs throughout the last year and a half here. It is a trend to get that kind of aged, worn, yellowed-in look. It's a trend. That's all it is. Um, it has Hachimura's H logo replacing the Jumpman branding on top of the tongue, which is kind of a cool touch. That is kind of a cool touch. It is, you know, uniquely him. Um, what kind of mainly drew my interest into this pair, maybe we want to talk about it though, is the box. We had talked recently yep. in some previous episodes about cool boxes and we want to see more shoes have unique boxes, unique takes on boxes. This is that. This is that. This is, a, this is a cool box. Yeah, this, this is money. This is super sweet. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't design this unique and cool to the person that actually is making the shoe or designing the shoe. I can't recall in recent memory some of that has had a box quite like this for their pair, for a collab pair. I, I genuinely cannot. It would be like, say, no. if, um, let's say <clears throat> Damien, Damien Hurst, let's say he collabed on a pair and then he had like his, you know, he got to design the art, bo- the art on the box or, uh, or, you know, even Sean Weatherspoon, like what if he got to like do like a doodle or, or do like him and it, I don't, you don't see this. You don't see this. You don't see this with Travis Scott. You don't see this with anyone else. Um, a unique graphic right. of themselves on a box. So that is kind of what mainly drew my interest into this. I'm not too sure how I feel about the pair overall. I don't think I would wear it myself. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how you guys feel about this and the box, both. It's like uh, rookie of the year vibes, kind of, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I can see that. I mean, I like I like the rookie of the year love it, but. But well, yeah. I mean, I like that shoe, uh, especially. You got a picture here with the black laces beside it. That's just what I was thinking there. But um, interesting box for sure. I'm just trying to. Th- I don't even know what a, an eight box looks like. Number one, and uh, I'm googling eights right now. Is there a pair you would wear if you had to wear a pair? Is there one oh, that you have in mind? Nathan's got one. Nathan, yeah. Nathan's Nathan's <laughs> going for one. He's like, I, I got an eight that I rock. 
I do. I do. No way. The OVOs. Oh, I can't do a. I can't do now. What's the tongue like? You got like something fuzzy on the tongue there? Yeah, because yeah. They always got that little like welcome I didn't mat. No, you had those. What do you have hiding this was... in your home? He got pierced by his feet hiding underneath the couch. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was just there on the, there on the oh, wall. Okay. Uh, this was actually like the the first uh, raffle I ever hit, so these do have some sentimental value. I do break them out a couple times a year still. Um, there was a time where I was probably wearing them a lot heavier, but uh, yeah, this was the first time I like caved and like paid full price for a shoe. I think so. Wow, it was, uh, that's cool. Yeah, if I could. If I could almost pinpoint where things started to get out of hand, it was probably right here. <laughs> That's where the problem started. <laughs> who, who would have thought that that'd be the shoe to do it? <laughs> right? Especially when you see what the rotation is now. Like, it's a yeah. far cry from Jordan 8s. These look like, uh, these give me Nigel Sylvester vibes. Like, these look like Nigel 8s mm-hmm. to me with that red and that tan and that black and everything. Um, this is probably not going to be the Jordan 8 that would be the second Jordan 8 in my collection. I have yet I have yet to see what that would be either. Um, yeah, props to the box here. Props to them putting him on it and everything. That's a super cool graphic. Uh, if anybody's throwing out their box, I'll take it, I guess. I don't know. This, is, this looks... This is a hoop <laughs> shoe, right? This is, this is a basketball shoe. Um, like R.A. was saying earlier, like when this came out and everything, this was for Jordan to play basketball in, right? So it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Is what I it mean, is. It was, it was for him to look ugly as shit playing basketball in, but he was <laughs> he was playing basketball in it. it it's I so would not wild. wear this shoe. Like I would. I mean, we. I I wouldn't wear an eight anyway. The silhouette, but like I mean, that big cross on it is just hideous. But the box is killer. Like the fact that even at the fact that it's a very culturally based piece of art. You know what I mean? Like his own culture, his own heritage is very well represented through the artwork on the box. And that's pretty cool that they gave him that amount of creative control to just do something that very much said, like, this is me, this is my pair type of thing. Like, yeah, I dig the box. I think it's super, super cool art. Well done. Just personally, style-wise, I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me to wear that shoe. (laughs) I don't even know how to wear that shoe. Like it's it shorts only, I guess. I don't know what pants. I don't know how you do it. You wear it at the YMCA. But, but Jordan, you go real wide on but, the pants. But in a pair of shorts, there you can't even hide half of how ugly that shoe is. Like, right. I feel like, like the way boot. to go with those is you go with like the um, the old like kind of like big schoolgirl skirt, <laughs> and you do it oversized <laughs> all the way to the ground, right to the floor. And then unless someone forces you to expose them, then right. no one has to know that you're wearing those. Yeah, like a That's how you wear sheet. those. You want yeah. to go as a ghost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With no feet. Right. <laughs> I just, I just, no, like, I wouldn't wear, I mean, who knows, performance-wise, maybe eights are a, uh, you know what I mean? They gotta be hot. Yeah, like, maybe they, the shit holds you in there like an ice skate, and just, it's like a crazy, supportive, very, like, uh like well-designed shoe as far as what its purpose is for but aesthetically like that that's ugly i think nathan's right it's more nigel than it is rookie of the year with the red especially if you scuffed it up a bit it's certainly not shoe of the year hey oh that buck the strap is like so (laughs) no i just can't do i mean there's some really cool details in it when you really look at it up close but, yeah, not for me. Is there anything coming out this week that we're trying to get? I've been uh, a little off my looking ahead here. The Aquamarine Pata, I believe, is the fifth. Oh, right, the blues are coming out. I think fourth or fifth. Yeah. But it's on, it's on Nike, and everyone on here is Canadian, so. <laughs> not happening. Like. Yeah, like has I went anyone on, uh, ever hit a sneaker on the Canadian sneakers page? Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. How? How? Nathan, of course. He's he's, he's a boss because he's he a has bot. hit. I've hit a few. I went and tried for the mummy dunks on the weekend. It's the first time I did their little mini raffle bullshit thing. But for nine um, times. 
No, no, uh, the actual sneakers tab. Oh, I got yeah, up yeah, at 4 a.m. Yeah. and entered the little mini 15-minute raffle bullshit and had my heart stop because, like, you, you wake up and you go to enter and you're like, oh, what's my username and password? And then it's got to email you and you're like, time's running out. I didn't want to wake up for nothing, which ultimately you did anyways. I, I did it, like, two weeks ago or something for, um, uh, it won't, I can't think of it offhand what shoe it was that I woke up for to do it. But I woke up, did it, and then it just wouldn't go past that page to actually, like, submit the entry. So I was, like, sucked. sweet. It just kept, like, throwing me back to, like, hey, enter the raffle with, like, the time clock going down and just wouldn't submit anything. I was, like, glad I got up at 4 a.m. for this. Yeah. Why is that the timelines? I don't know. That timeline caters they to think- no one. Even for, the, for the, the most ahead person in all of Canada, that's a 7 a.m. drop time. Caters to me. I'm up. I'm up and at him, but I still strike You're out. You're up at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I'm up at 3, Getting bro. All the doves. I'm up at 3. 4? I'm wide awake by 4. Who's it? I'm a coffee deep. Dude, I get up at 6.15 every morning. Like, I'm like an early riser type dude. Like, 4 a.m.? What do you, what do you, what time do you go to bed? 8 p.m.? Yes. I actually should be yeah, asleep. Yeah, we, I am here. past bedtime right now. I was going to say, like, real. this dude is literally like, I got to wrap this thing up, dude. I got a uh, bed to <laughs> I get to. I got to. <laughs> For real. Yeah. What a good time, man. It's really fun to chop it up with somebody who's clearly in line with what Sneaker Show is all about. This has <laughs> been a pleasure. So easy peasy. Oh, uh, dude, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We can't wait to have you back again. So uh, looking ahead, we do have uh, a guest that, oh, my God, I'm so excited about. Don't spoil uh, it. I don't know if don't we're ready it. to reel. Don't spoil don't, it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay. No. Oh, my God. Holy moly. There's a guy coming up. <laughs> I guess I'm, what I'm we're learning gonna, is. Everyone's like, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I'm like, yeah, don't spoil it. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll tell you as soon as we're done yeah, recording. We'll go off camera. We'll go off camera. But we will be back, and uh, Anna's just really busy with school. She's usually a part of things, but uh, we're trying to go, like, guest one week and then chop it up just the the three or four of us the next week. Uh, And what we're learning is you might as well ask people to be on your podcast because they might say yes, and uh, we're really excited about what's coming up. So thank you for being here. Thanks for kicking it with us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Peace, guys. Thank you.